I, I, I maybe I did play at least a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! You won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on campus radio station 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. Ooh, welcome back to 88.3 WGTs. After further review. I'm going to send a shout out and a congratulations. I just saw Matt Murray on the live feed, and he's a big Walleye fan. And Walleye hockey was live. It was, as they like to say, lit. Yeah. And uh, on, uh, I believe, was it Friday or Saturday, they had a Mud Hens game, a Walleye game, and fireworks with the pets. And I think something was going on at Hensville last Friday. Yeah. It was. What did you did you watch any walleye hockey? I know you're the hockey guy on here. Uh, they, I was, they played I was Newfoundland. Pretty, or, yeah, and unfortunately they lost in six games. It was the Kelly Cup final, but you know it was a which by the way there was a there was a story broken by our own A B. No, not Aryan Brotherhood. Anthony Bellino. Yeah, about the, the Kelly the, Cup. The Colorado Eagles wouldn't give the Kelly Cup back. Were Shame they going, on them. Were they going a little too far? Because this is a segment of when people go too far. It's like. I mean, look, you're not even in the ECHL anymore. You have oh, they're not? Yeah, they they are now the American Hockey That's League franchise. That's what I thought. They did yeah, they're the affiliate bumped. of the Colorado Avalanche. Makes sense. So you could have you at least gave it back. I guess they figured we're going out with a bang. We're keeping this trophy. So they made a new one. Because I thought usually with the Stanley Cup trophy, as, you, as everyone should know with the NHL, unlike other, well, other sports, I don't know, well, it's hard to explain. In other sports, you basically keep the trophy. Yes. But in the NHL, you keep the trophy till was it February? You have to return it back to the league office. I know the, the Kelly yeah. Cup was February. I think the Stanley Cup, because you get to go. People take it and, and, and uh, you know. During the summer. summer and it, yeah, I bet you if you could talk to that cup, it's probably got a lot of stories. Actually, that's not the original cup. It's, no. it's like the third because one didn't a couple ten years ago it got damaged. Somebody was partying and they dented it up, so they kind of had to yeah. make a new one. Yeah, yeah. And I think and of course some of the original nameplates on there they had to take off are in the Hockey Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. Yeah, isn't the top portion the original top portion in the Hockey Hall of Fame? I, I think mean, so. The cup is like over a hundred some years old. Yeah, because I think the cup part on top of it is new. Yeah, yeah, it's not the original, but I mean, let's face it, everything goes in age, and you're right. I mean, you know, now with the laser etching, it's a little more 
sophisticated. Yeah, I do remember a while back they said that there were some errors made with spelling. Yeah. <laughs> Things where they, where they accidentally, uh, they, spe- they spelled the guy's names wrong. Or, <laughs> right. Or they put an extra Q into the, uh, to a team name. Right, yeah. And, and let, let's also face it, too. It, it, it With so many teams in the ring, you know, it... it it, it, you have to take the name, some of the name plates off. I mean, let, let's face yeah. it. I, I think the original, maybe top third of it, is in the Hockey Hall of Fame. I'll, I'll actually have to try to look that up while we're discussing this stuff. But it is a very interesting topic. With the, the we probably should have talked about this more in the power play. But um, th- talking about things going too far, you know, the Colorado uh, Eagles. Eagles kept the cup. Uh, but normally, back to some more, more of my point. Um, in the NHL, even though they return the cup, um, teams make replicas of it. Yeah. So you, so they could have returned the cup and just made a replica of it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, now did you know this? In the NBA Finals, that's not the trophy the team keeps. That's a replica. Really? Yes. It's a replica. It's basically because everyone knows it's going to get... All over champagne and yeah, guys are gonna start doing drunken stupidity. So yeah, the, it gets taken around to the bars when they decide it, to hit the henny. Exactly, hit the henny. Exactly, and they know that that can get damaged. So they, they actually, for the teams to keep, they make another one so it's nice and shiny for you, yeah. and it's not dent up. Yeah. I think they do this. They might do. The, I don't know if they do the same for the Lombardi Trophy yes, or not. I know they one, do. One, yeah, one when of you get the, the Patriots one got dented, dented. courtesy of Gronk. Right, exactly, <laughs> and that is true. When when they give out the Super Bowl trophy, I believe that is a replica as well. That's a replica. That's not the actual one you keep. They actually go and make one because I think some teams what they do is they might etch names into their Lombardi Trophy, and then they show it off at the team facilities or yeah. something like that. But the other one is just a dummy trophy that you get so that. Obviously, you dum dums like Gronk and put a dent in it, or spike the trophy, or do something so stupid. Once again, going a little too far. Uh, by the way, since we are in this segment, I'm gonna look this up. Going too far before we get in, because we're gonna talk about fans. What is what is going too far? Is Drake going too far, or is Mark Stevens, a, a minority owner of the Warriors, going too far? Um, your thoughts? Well, I do think. Uh I mean, in ter- in terms of Drake, I think that he Drizzy. needs to. I think he does need to dial it back a little bit. He doesn't need to be running out of the court and Horton and bear hugging Nick Nurse or Kawhi Leonard. Why not? I mean, let let the guys play, let the guys play the game. Let them focus. But he's part of the part of the entertainment. I, I understand. I understand he's part of the he's, entertainment. He, this is what they'll probably be playing with the Raptors if they win on Game Five. Trophies, and I bet ten bucks. What's going to happen is this: Drake is going to be on the stand with a Doris Burke shirt on, raising the trophy for the six. Wouldn't surprise me, but. I gotta ask you this, though, and I and I talked about this with David, the man of God, who's now a new pastor in Syracuse, New York, his own church. Yeah. By the way, actually, we we didn't announce that on the live feed here, so yeah, this I, is what we gotta do. We gotta do this for him. Congratulations to David, the man of God, Harris, for getting his own church. You know, he's been in the theology 
studying. That's why he was in Columbus. And God has called his way to Syracuse, New York. Yeah. So I want to hear some of his, uh, probably some of it as we're given. I, well, I even asked him if he would uh, make any uh, references to Pittsburgh sports teams. And he said he might make a couple of them. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's yeah. mostly a lacrosse country up there. Yeah, it is. It's there, well, it's lacrosse country and Bayheim's army. Yeah. Or, or he would be doing this. Oh, yes, he'll be preaching. Preaching up there. I don't know if he'll have this music playing in the background. Well, Drake Oops. will probably. <laughs> I thought this be was saying, Meek Mill. Hey, it's Meek Mill and Drake. Oh, okay. I mean, come on, they're bad. This is, this is a fire joint here. Yeah. But let's, let's face it. We don't have rights. Well, we can play instrumentals on the live feed. Yeah. Let's face it. Drake will be doing this the whole time, saying amen. Yeah. And the whole We the North, as you heard in the last segment, they had everyone at Oracle. I mean, their country always feels disrespected. They, they think that they don't get great media coverage from America. They think everyone everyone but California wants the Raptors to win. But they still think that America is giving them disrespect and saying that they probably want the America. And there's some guys on my Facebook feed that says they don't want the Raptors to win because they're not from the USA. Um, I do know sometimes people call Canada America Junior. Uh, that does happen, or they're a hockey country. What you got there, Frank? You look a little disinterested. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, get that update, huh? Yeah. I bet it was that after further review update. Uh, no, just clearing something on my phone. Oh, okay. Oh, Drake songs? No. <laughs> <laughs> but should there be space? Like, when they won the Eastern Conference Championship, Drake was on the stage. Should Drake be on the stage during the trophy presentation. He's not part of the team. Yeah, well, yeah, I understand that. It, I mean, if he wants to go, I think there is a line you gotta cross where allowed for team personnel to celebrate. I mean, you could be there and watch and celebrate with the rest of the fans, but don't don't hop up on stage unless unless they invite you. Unless they extend if they extend an invitation, then okay. There's nothing right. wrong but with that. But he just jumps on the stage. Got the hat on and everything. Yeah, don't 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 do that. Don't show don't don't show up to a party that you're not invited to. Right. I mean, he's like this. It's like, how about now? I mean, I'm right here. I mean, E40 was at the game. So was Snoop Dogg. You don't see Snoop Dogg on the stage when no, the Lakers Snoop win. Doesn't, Snoop doesn't jump up on the stage and start partying. Right. Neither does mean, e, yeah, have you ever seen E-40 on the stage? No. I, I think the Warriors have won, though, most of their championships in Cleveland. Think about it. Uh, they won. Well, yes. Let's see. The, they the, have never won a championship at home. Actually, they did. 2017. They did? No, they didn't. They yeah, won they did. in Cleveland. No, that wasn't game five. That was back in Golden State. Oh, that's right. You're right. I am sorry. I, I, I misspoke. And even, and even then, Snoop Dogg and E-40. And, right. They weren't on the stage. I mean, you didn't see too short on the stage. <laughs> no. So, why? So like I said, I, I, I've said this the day with the man that got here. And this is a... I like Drake. I, I like the enthusiasm, and I, I like how he trolls them a little bit. I mean, even though he's got Drake, or Drake's got Steph Curry and Durant's numbers tattooed on his arm. Yeah. Now, I do like And he, and he has a Del Curry Raptors jersey. Well, that was the troll, you know, because yeah. that's his daddy, you know, because he used to be a Raptor. So that, that, that right there, I like, the trolling. What I don't like, and, and I said, this... 
for these athletes, this is they're they're entertainers. Let's face it, basketball's entertaining. That's why we watch. You know, that's why people listen to the show. It's entertaining. We talk about sports. We still try to keep that entertainment value, right? Yeah, but that's their stage. That's where they perform. How would Drake like it if Steph and Clay was like? How about you play that beat I like, Drake, and got on the stage and just started rapping? <laughs> or LeBron just came up and said, like, "Excuse me, Drake, I got this right now. Let me put, let me put in a quick 16. You know, and I just nah, that's just nah. ridiculous. Exactly. And I'm sure Drake would look at them side eye, like, "Look, dude, they come in here to see me. I didn't. I sell out stadiums. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I want you up on stage, I'll, I'll ask you. you. But he doesn't do that. He yeah. just barges in. Remember when he shot the air ball in the line, layup line with Kentucky basketball? Oh. Jesus, H. Christopherson. See, I don't see. How about now? Yeah, I'm up right now. Just that, just shut. You suck right now. You gotta go and make an ass of themselves. Right, you suck right now. How about now? And I'm saying, he's always on the stage. It seems like he's always. I I just want to tell him, like, dude, just go sit your wheelchair Jimmy ass down. (laughs) Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's off of Degrassi High, the Canadian version when he was wheelchair Jimmy. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, vaguely. Vaguely. So what happened was during, obviously, school shootings, he played, because remember, Drake was an actor before he was really a, a national, yeah, international rap star. Yeah. And his name was Jimmy on the Degrassi, the, well, Degrassi High School started, it's actually a Canadian show. Yeah, it well, used to, yeah, it used to be on CBC. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, then after they had the old version back in the 80s, I think they had another version in the mid-90s. I think he's the third installment, which was in the mid-2000s, which yeah. is the, the new generation of Degrassi. Yeah. I think they are the kids of the original Degrassi. Yeah. And his name was Jimmy. And at that time, obviously, we had a whole bunch of school shootings and stuff like that. And they did an episode of that. And his character got shot and he ended up in a wheelchair. And they call him Wheelchair Jimmy. So it's like, dude, just sit your wheelchair Jimmy ass down. Just sit over there and be quiet. You know? <laughs> sit back and enjoy the game. Yeah, exactly. Man. Sit back and enjoy the game. And I then, mean, look, your team wins. You can celebrate. But don't go jumping up on the stage with unless unless uh. Somebody from the front office or the team says, "Hey, come on up, man." Then you can do, then you can go do that and do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> right, but should he should he should he do if they do win? Oh man, oh man! Should he go up on the stage and do like a little concert yeah. while they do the trophy presentation? That'd be kind of lit. I'd be, I mean, that'd be kind. Of, you know, you put this. I would, on ho- I would hope that they, I would hope that he gets asked to do that. Right. If they win the championship, you got the confetti going on, and then they're like, "Here comes Drake," and he plays this. I think he play God's plan. <laughs> yeah, it could be God's plan. I mean, I mean, he's got a list of things to do. Yeah. Can you imagine though, him doing a concert at Jurassic Park? Oh. Uh, th- I think uh, that would be. Uh, I think things would be a lot more lit than uh, when uh, the Cavs won it in '16 and uh, Jr. Oh, still yeah. going around without a shirt, shirt on. Hat, but see, I can see, but I can see Drake being in the parade yeah. without a shirt on. I-, I can see him doing stuff like that. But like I said, now. I can't really totally hate on Drake. Here's yeah. why. Because it's playful. I mean, it's yeah. really playful. And he is a celebrity. But yeah. I do think I will me and you probably do agree. He do he does need to kind of tone it down. You did talk to Kenny Gold Kent Goldsmith. Yeah. What do you say? He's the 
I mean, I mentioned how that majority owner from the Warriors shoving Kyle Lowry was Bush League. The very Bush League. But we'll talk about Drake because we'll get into Mark Stevens. And Kent responded by saying that it was Bush League, what Drake was doing. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to disagree with no, you. I don't disagree. Does that happen at high school games? Is there any like overzealous fan that's uh, rubbing on the coach? Giving him a massage. <laughs> I have never seen that at a high school game. I know some high school fans though are crazy though. Some of those kids. I mean, granted, the, the student section might with. high five a player after he makes a nice shot, but that I've seen some actually get up on a player in an inbound play and like really right right up on them. I mean, they might be uh, making noise, trying to disrupt their concentration. Exactly. But have you ever seen it where they basically get get up on them? Uh, I don't think I've seen it go that far. If it, if it does, then those fans get shown the door. Then again, I, I, Katie Holmes came to a St. John's game, but she kind of was in an incognito. Like, most celebrities are usually incognito. They're not like Drake, where they're all yeah. up in the camera. Exactly. Now, what are your thoughts on um, Mark Stevens? Like, or this is Drake right here. I got everything. I cannot complain, I cannot I don't even know how much I really made I forgot, it's a lot Never mind what I got See, you don't know this song? Came up, that's all me Stay true, that's all me That's all me All me for real in the NBA Finals, all me. Yeah, he could probably break into this one after the Raptors win. Yeah, yeah, he could. So this is a good song, right? You know, this is a song. Play this song, you really get the kids in on fire with this song. Every kid I know between the ages of 13 and 19 love this song. Like, they sing it word for word. Mm-hmm. So you need to put that in the rotation at Dundee Basketball. I think I will. Yeah, it's all me from Drake. And that's with him, two chains, and Big Sean. Good song. All right. Now, Mark Stevens, on the other hand, the dark side of fans going too far. You don't shove a player. Right. I've always, I've always, I liked it. You know, I used to go to NBA games a lot, especially a couple years ago when the Pistons were at the Palace. And I always thought the great thing about the NBA is the accessibility to the players. But there was one thing that did irritate me. Can you guess what that is? Hmm. People sitting courtside. Half and half, kind of. When I mean, I don't mind people sitting courtside on the opposite end of the bench. Doesn't bother me. You can sit baseline, opposite, sideline, baseline. But I I really think, and and just maybe because of the years I've played basketball and being a coach, a player, I really think that bench area is just uh, sacred. It, it, that's 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 their bubble, and I don't like how the NBA and they've they've kind of split it up. But I never like the idea of having fans sitting right next to the coach or the players at the bench. You're serving alcohol at the game. You get overzealous fans. Not to mention you have overzealous slash entitled fans. Because let's face it, I looked at the ticket prices for some of those those seats. And I'll tell you this. Those seats, if you purchase them individually, are a pretty penny. But normally what they do is those seats are rented out for corporate events. Like I do know, uh, I was looking at the ticket plan, I think... 
to rent out a row of those seats right next to the scores table and the players, I believe the Palace was charging at the time sixty grand for season tickets. Now Jesus. they did that because th- that's a corporate. You get ten seats, and usually some corporation buys them up. And hey, you know when you when you're trying to close deals, let's go to a Pistons game, and you take a client to the Pistons. You see it all the time. I mean, that's where business is made at games. Believe yeah. it or not, either all up in the suite or. You know, in the action. And that's what some people do. But when people pay money, and we've noticed it with Mark, you know, Stevens, I mean, he's worth $2 billion. You know, so $500,000 to him is like me going to get a a value meal at Chick-fil-A. People get entitled. And let's face it, when you start drinking the cough syrup, you get a little bit uh, inhibitions go out the window. Yeah, And the one scary thing that I've gotten afraid of is that, and the NBA has kind of done this a little bit better now where they'll have the bench, they split up the scores table. I don't know if you've noticed that. Before the scores table was a big, long scores table. And, and then at the end of it, they started having fans sit next to the coaches and then the coaches. That's why there's limited bench space now. Yeah, Because remember before it used to be scores table, maybe a couple assistants, the regular coach, the training staff, the bench of yeah. players, and then guys sit behind there. But now that the NBA wants to make it where it's a ultimate fan experience, you basically got the scores table, fans, the team. And I, I just don't like it. Now, I do know that the NBA has split it up where they split up part of the scores table so that it goes bench, scores table, fans, scores table, fan scores table so you don't have that because I've seen games where the coach will be drawing something up and the fan will be bold enough to be trying to be in the huddle like what are, what are you doing exactly. get out of the huddle you do not belong there and you just don't know nowadays I hate to say it but you just don't know what people are capable of doing nowadays and you're going to have it where you, you, these they, they're not caged animals you can't be going up in there touching these guys because let's face it you've we've seen it we haven't had it here in America but let's face it, there are some in other sports, there are overzealous fans. Let's face it, in other if you're playing professional basketball in other leagues, um, there's actually um I know Mike Jones, uh the USA basketball U sixteen head coach, uh, who also was with Eric Flannery, he played overseas, I think it was Dominican Republic. And literally the bench has, you know how in soccer they have that shield yeah. over the bench? There's some professional leagues they have to have that because people will warm up batteries and throw them at the players. And if you know anything about batteries, one, if you get hit with a uh, not a bat, battery or pennies, pennies. If you get hit with a penny, it hurts, right? Yeah. But just imagine if they warm it up with a lighter. Oh, not only damn. do they throw the penny at you. When a penny is got some heat to it, it sticks to you, so it burns and it leaves a mark. Ugh. And there's some places they throw rotten fruit, rotten vegetables, or even D not D cell but C batteries. You know, didn't they do that in Philadelphia once? Might have, but other countries in an Eagles game. Yeah, they've thrown. Well, they, heck, they snowballed Santa at an Eagles yeah. game. They booed Santa in Philadelphia. But just imagine. That in some of these countries, now I've got guys telling me that have played overseas where literally the fans are so overzealous that they actually have to bring in their National Guard in there with semi-automatic in, uh, automatic weapons 
to keep the fans in control. And obviously we're, you know, in this country, we don't have much of those problems, but you got to be careful nowadays because there could be a fan that, you, you know, there's a lot of sports betting, a lot of sports betting. And let's say a player screws up and misses a shot or has a key turnover and that fan might lose some money. Now, granted, they do have security and stuff like that. But how do you know the fan might not try to go up and attack that player? Exactly. And I, I think that's the one scary thing that the NBA has to do. I think that they need – I like access. I love that, you know, you, you make the players available. It's it's better than most sports. I mean, in football, the guy's in football gear. You don't know what the guy looks like. He's got a helmet on unless he takes his helmet off. And, I mean, the NFL, the no fun league, got rid of the rule where you could take your helmet off while scoring a touchdown. I mean, heck, no one probably would know what Emmitt Smith looked like after he scored a touchdown. I can remember he used to take his helmet off. But – the fact of the matter is, in hockey, there's boards and a net. Yeah. Baseball. Mm, there's netting. Huh? There's netting, which, by the way, they might put some netting for foul balls. But baseball, you, you, you don't – It's you're there for the ballpark, the hot dogs and popcorn. But the, the players aren't really they're, – they're a little bit more accessible. But like football and hockey, you can't really touch the players. But the NBA is the ultimate experience, and I like that. But I'm really scared for the players if you give what's too far and what's given too much. I think that Mark Stevens was an example of going too far. For one, Kyle Lowry could have ran your butt over. Two, people don't realize how big these players are. Some the average player is probably your size, Frank. Aren't you like six four? I'm six six. Oh, you're six. Yep. Okay. Average NBA player is usually six six. Yeah. And they weigh about two thirty. So, most average humans are five ten, a buck sixty, and I, I really think that I, I think the NBA did a good. Now the NBA, I think, did a good job. I hate it when when it comes to punishments because now on social media, you could have the harshest punishment in the world and it's still not enough for anybody. So I think the punishment was enough from the NBA. I think the Warriors should maybe tack on the show that they support the players and everything and say, you know, this is not how our organization is. Your thoughts on the punishment? I think it's uh, it's sufficient enough. You fine? Give him a fine, even though it's basically a pocket change to him, but ban him from going to games for a year. That's good. That's How about a- two years? How about the NBA put in a year and the Warriors put in a year? I think a year's enough. A year's enough. Yeah, it's so you're usually the Grim Reaper of of of. Of well, I mean, consequence, like you come in with the Grim Reaper and you want to throw the book or the hammer. Well, I think in this case they got it right. They sent, they're sending a message, and after that year ban expires, allow him back. But if he does, if he pulls a stunt like that again, adios. You're Amigos. not, yeah, you're not welcome here anymore. Do you think he might pull it again? Only time will tell. I want yeah, someone else might do something too. And I mean, the thing about it is, he ran into the woman. He made to sure she was okay, and he just pushed him and then cussed at him, which I think was what really was the thing was the the after effect of pushing him. I think if he would have just pushed him and be like, "Hey, are you all right? Are you all right?" I don't think a lot of would have happened. But him to basically cuss at him and say something vulgar to him was bad. Yeah, it was. So actually, we had a really good show today. Yeah. On a on a scale of one to ten, uh, what do you ten being the highest? Where'd you rank it at? Uh, 
I think that's uh, something we need to let the people decide. The people decide? Yeah. Okay. And you shared your uh, your podcast. Yes. Yes, I shared the uh, segment on the 21-inning game, so now a whole Blissfield knows about it. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That was a good one. Also, like I said, we can always catch us on our podcast um, on SoundCloud. And also on iTunes, we have the live feed today, but we won't be live for a while because what do we got on your schedule, Frank? You got I've got a lot of a lot of baseball coming up. Baseball, base. Is it a wood bat league in the in the summer? Um, well, there is a wood bat tournament. I'm going to be umpiring at Whitmer High School. Yes, they they had the one at St. Francis. They had a wood bat tournament. Well, yeah, it's at it's at both locations. I'll be I'll be working a couple games at Whitmer, but that's during the week. Yeah, it is. Okay, I'll be working that. uh, Mm -hmm. That on uh, that Monday, so you're you're just the busiest guy I know, dude. You do this, you do that, and was it JJ Video is doing something? Oh yeah, that's gonna be the uh, the uh, prep video, the baseball showcase. That's gonna be in uh, on August third. Really at Blissfield, nonetheless. Oh, okay, at Bliss. So well, they got the they got they got a very nice baseball field. So really, oh well, heck, I mean, when people, you know, I, I'm sure they do because people speed through. When you do 26, you're getting a ticket. I'm sure that money is just funneling back to the community, <laughs> you know. But Blissfield's a really nice town, especially if you're getting over there trying to get to Adrian. Oh yeah, it is. Now wait a minute, you're Dundee. How far is Dundee from Blissfield? Is that in the same direction? Is that opposite direction? Uh, it's about half an hour to the south, what, in the west? Dundee is west of Blissfield. No, 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 no. Blissfield is to the south and west of Dundee. That's what I thought. So Dundee, you get to from 23, right? Yeah. Well, you get to Blissfield from 23, 23. but you gotta take, take the 223 to get Right, to get to west. Blissfield. Yeah, you gotta go west. That's how you basically get to Adrian. Adrian! Which is directly almost north of Wauseon. Actually, you take 223 to also get to Jackson. Yeah, that'll when that runs into 127. <laughs> right, right, right. The, the Michigan. There's also a correctional facility out there in Adrian too. Gus Harrison. Yes, yes. But a, really, a pretty decent town. Oh yeah, it is. Anything else? What you got going on this weekend? Um, yeah, not not a whole lot. Probably just taking it easy because I know the next couple of weekends are going to be busy. Really? Yeah. Yeah, with uh, baseball and stuff. So it's Fourth of July. I mean, we got the now. The, now sports gets kind of light here, Frank. Yeah. Uh, once the finals are over, cup and uh, uh, basketball, you'll probably be talking about the NHL draft. Any any prospects we need to be looking for? Well, I think uh, I think it's a pretty close race to who goes number one. I, now wait a minute. When you say number one, is this kid going to be in the league soon? I don't want to yes. have a number one draft pick and he don't get there until five years later. He'll be yeah. Jack Hughes, uh, they're saying he'll go number one to the Devils. Although Capo Caco, I think may have a shot at getting the number going number one overall. But it sounds like New Jersey wants to, wants Hughes really bad. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that draft will be on uh, June twenty first. June 21st, and I think the NBA draft, which will be the Zion Williams sweepstakes, yeah, is around right around that time. That's on a Thursday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's is that going to be on the 20th or is that going to be on the 27th? Uh, I think usually, I think it's going to be on the 27th because it's usually a few days before uh, yeah, free, free agency. Yeah, the 
Yeah, the NHL draft is a lot earlier this year. Usually it's a... Isn't it in July? Well, you most of the time you have the, the NBA draft and the NHL draft are within like a couple days of each other. Right. Mm-hmm. But and now I, the NHL draft is going first. Right. And, and like I said, you're a Red Wings fan, and I'm sure you will be watching the draft picks that Stevie Y drafts. And I'm sure you'll have a complete analysis on Frank Bastion's NHL power play. Uh, that I will. And you'll have your pen and pencil ready for it and a pad. Because <laughs> I know now you will be really eyeing the Red Wings. I know it's been a dumpster fire the last few years, but it's going to be high standards for the captain. Yeah. At least he's been uh, real and preaching patience with everybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just hated Ken Holland. You just admit it. You just didn't like him. Well, Holland just didn't seemingly want to admit to a rebuild. He's like, oh, we always got to make the playoffs. We got to do a rebuild on the fly. And that's not how you do it. I mean, you could probably get, you might be able to do that in baseball where you don't have a salary cap. True, true, true. But you can't, you can't do that where it's capped. You got to be able to admit that you got to tear it down. I mean, look at the heat. Look at the Houston Rockets. Daryl Moore even admitted, it's like, hey, we're, hey, we're going to be putting guys up on the block because the way we're built right now, it's not getting it done. You had, there's That's time. your loss. The Raptors did it, and look what they did. Yeah, they had to, they weren't getting it done, and then they ended up making a big deal for Kawhi, and now they're a win away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like I said, you guys, what are you, you doing this weekend? Well,. Um, Probably just taking it easy. I might head down to Pemberville on Sunday, watch post three two five. Mm. At least wow. we have. At least we've got. I was worried we weren't going to have the full squad because of both Blissfield and Adrian being in the uh, in the uh, high school state tournaments. Unfortunately, they both got knocked out on Wednesday. Yeah, that sucks. So we got the had the full squad. They post three two five did win their first game against Adams Township. Post five five three. Uh, Zach Bloom. Uh, Product of Swanton High School and uh, played last started as a freshman pitcher for Siena Heights University. Through six and a third innings, struck out seven, didn't allow a run. Wow! And they played nine innings, right? They, it was seven innings because it's, it's a round. It's it's three days. Of, it's double headers. It's round robin. Ah, so you got to do seven. Okay, that makes sense. Well, good show today. It was yep. on the live feed. You can make sure you can watch that and share it. And uh, like I said, we'll post this up on our. Uh, uh, podcast. We got a lot of podcasts out there. I forget how many podcasts we have, but it's WHUT's After Further Review on SoundCloud and just after Further Review on iTunes. You can just listen to us on your Android or, I- or iPhone in your pocket. David couldn't do it today, but it was just me and Frank. So for David and Frank, I'm Derek. It's been a presentation of 88.3 WHUT's After Further Review. We're always on Saturdays, 11 to 1, either taped or live or, like I said, on those podcasts. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. We're out.